ladies and gentlemen, welcome once more to After the Movie. Bob and I were just uh, out braving this fucking pre-summer heat. It topped, what, 105 in, in uh, the, the uh, Chicagoland area today? According to my phone, yes. Fuck the universe. It is entirely too hot for the end of May. It's really too hot for any time. A fair. That's a very fair point. But definitely for there. the end of May. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Ridiculous all around. Uh, but we went and saw Deadpool 2. But first, as we are uh, want to do on After the Movie... We have to bring you through the torturous and horrible process of sitting through previews in the movie theater. But Bob has a quick rant he'd like to get to before we go veering into the trailer park. I hate AMC so much. So so we got to the theater today. And uh, when, last time we were at that theater, it's, pro- it's been a minute. I think it was Black Panther because we saw Infinity War at a different theater. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we only go see Marvel movies anymore. Right. So we, uh, we get to the theater and, you know, you get to a theater and you're expecting, okay, I'll go up, I'll get my popcorn, I'll get my soda and I'll go sit down. Well, we get there today. You cannot get your popcorn or your soda up front. You have to go to your seat and then order it. I was a little disappointed too. Because that was one of the reasons I like that theater, is that if you did just want popcorn or whatever, you could just go to that front desk <laughs> and just order it and get your soda, get your drink, and then go in and start gnashing yeah. immediately. Well, as much as I don't like the dine-in thing in general, it was like, that was an okay compromise. It was like, okay, I can get my stuff now, and I can go sit down, and if you really want you know, a hamburger or something. Well, because you got to cook a hamburger. So it's like, yeah, fine. If you want a hamburger or one of any of the other ridiculous things they have on the menu that are way overpriced, you could, you could either order it at the upfront or you could hit the buzzer and someone would come and actually take your order. And I generally don't like the dine in thing. I, I, I really don't. Once the movie starts, I really, would prefer that servers are not walking through the theater. Uh, See, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you. And I and I'm I'm fully you know able to accept that there are some people that do like that. I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't say that I like it. I don't think I would go that far. I think what it is is just uh, it's more of a uh, uh, that's not the theater that I that how can I express this. I liked going to that theater because it was more like a normal movie theater. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, no, I just kind of want to go. I want to get popcorn and I want to like, you know, I just want to hang out. Yeah. And it's not, it's just not that. It's anymore. not that anymore. It's, right. You know, and I think, I think what AMC and a lot of these theater chains are thinking is like, oh, you know, because we know that. Uh, people going to movies is generally down, even though, you know, box office numbers are through the roof. Well, that's because their movies just cost more. We know per, you know, attendance is lower than, um, at least what they are, they think it should be for sure. Well, and they think that these are things that people want. Well, because dinner and a movie, right? You think that, but I don't want to be eating, like struggling to eat something in the darkness. No. And I would rather... I would rather go to go get food beforehand, get something that's actually good, probably for the same prices I pay in the theater, but it's actually good, right? And then go to the movie or go after, right? I I don't like this environment of like, okay, we're gonna have people walking around, people are gonna be eating big meals. I don't even really like you know at this theater they you have these big like swing out trays. That sit in front of you. I really... I've never liked those. They've been fine. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of them either. I don't think the one we saw, Infinity War, had those. Did it? I don't think it did. I don't Because we went to... We went to a different theater than we yeah. normally go to. Yeah. Um, but... And yeah, I mean... 
the whole thing is there are options, and it's just unfortunate that the one closest to us isn't the one it isn't like it was when we first like moved out here and started going there right it's definitely become a worse experience uh, and i'm it sucks because it's right down the street and i was willing to pay a premium for the fact that it's only a five minute drive well i will say though that when we went and saw infinity war at it's only about a 10 minute drive so i mean that wasn't that bad no no there are options so it's i i just i don't I would be really interested to see the market research that's telling these theaters that this is the stuff they need to be doing. Well, because it's like popcorn and soda is cheap to produce. Yeah. All you this know? other stuff is very expensive. But, well, some except yeah, some exceptions are, are not too pricey, but... I mean, frying food isn't expensive, but just the whole like process salads and flatbreads and like you just, have a a full menu you're adding a whole lot more that has to be done to produce the food when it's just like it's a fucking movie all i want is popcorn and a soda yeah i just want to say, it's 2 hours guaranteed 2 hours but it's 2 hours right and i really hated sitting down and then waiting for 10 minutes for popcorn for popcorn and soda and a soda I just want to grab this on my way in. Right. Make it easier. Why did you have to make it more difficult? So, I I mean, I again, I know that in a lot of things, I'm not necessarily an indicator of the market. I can be a grumpy old man about some things. And you're almost out of that key demographic now, Bob. I know. but You got a couple more years, so you got to just, you know. But I'm thinking about it, and, you know, I said to you in the theater... Uh, sitting right behind me is one of the best TVs you can buy. And did the movie, did the TV come to the movie with you? No, it didn't. Okay. You know what I mean. Stop it. <laughs> Never. Um, why I can buy a Blu-ray, a 4K Blu-ray, for between 20 and $30, um, which is just the cost of a, your tickets, and I could sit at home in peace be comfortable in your jammies and have just a good experience right you know there's certain movies you want to see on a big screen and i like the experience of going to a theater you know as the more i think about it though i mean the tv is beautiful it is i mean you i'll tell you what i was sitting there thinking about it looking at the screen and a theater can't get that contrast no the blacks are just not going to look as good. Uh, it's not going to pop as much. And it's like, you know what? I'd rather just, I'd really just honestly be in my basement with my bomb ass TV. So after the movie may become a uh, couple months after the movie has released sort of podcast <laughs> then. Well, we've talked about that. We have, we have, because it is hard to keep up with everything and it's expensive. But I mean, like just looking at, at, that some of the ones that we've bought, we've never done a Pacific Rim episode. Yeah. You know, we never did uh, the first John Wick. We talked about it. With, we do um, have to do our Blade Runner 2049. But but there's the other thing. We, uh, so we're not going to talk about Blade Runner 2049 today. Or ever. Hopefully never. But, you know, I went, I actually rented that from a physical store for like two bucks. Right. So we can catch up on stuff that we missed that we wanted to talk about, but we never got a chance to. Right. And it's just it's just not a fun experience anymore. Um, and there's always something that bothers me. It's either people, which were actually pretty good this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't have anything to complain about people this time. But the oh, theater worse. was also the theater was also relatively empty. I was surprised. But then I think either people are away this weekend because it is the holiday weekend, or it's just so fucking hot that people are like, "Yeah, I'm not leaving." My it was home. just weird because you, you know, I always buy my tickets on Fandango because right. uh, it's so much easier. But well, we like to have the just yeah, know where we we're know si- where we're sitting. We have the advanced seats, right? Uh, we went on to buy tickets, and it looked like almost every seat was bought uh, for the showing. That's what I thought. That was weird. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. Maybe they restrict certain sections. Until, like, other seats are bought. 
Maybe. Maybe so you can't. Right. That they way don't they don't you. have that one creepy guy sitting in the very front and he's leaving all sorts of, you know, the reduced on cleaning time. Maybe. But it was, it was. That would make sense. Maybe that's the case. Yeah. But it was unusual to see. It was bizarre. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, either it's people or something changes about the theater going, the, the movie theater itself. And this theater in general has gone through quite a lot of change since we started. Yeah. And it's been a little incremental here and there and all that. And it's I think we're probably pretty close to to the vision that they're going for. Yeah, I think so, future. too. And I, I am just kind of like, I mean, it's fine, whatever. But like you said, I mean, you know, I just rent shit like a month after it comes out and just like. Well, and did you notice? Uh, I, I, I very specifically noticed this. Uh, now they bring you out the soda in a, in a little... Coca-Cola cup, plastic, hard plastic cup that we, between the two of us, went through in... Well, it's significantly smaller than the size yeah. we would normally get. Right? So normally we would get like a big one and, sh- and split it. Uh, with the one they bring you, yes, you can get constant refills. But then you have to keep calling the person. Right. And I actually did consider calling them again because I, wa- I did want more soda. But I didn't want to be interrupted in the middle of the goddamn movie. Right. So, AMC, if you're listening, well, they're not. I'm done with you. Bob rant over. Shall we talk about the previews? Let's talk about the previews. Okay. Let's uh, steer on into the trailer park. Now, the trailer park this week is brought to you by Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch. I hate when they do this shit. One, we don't need another Grinch movie. We just don't. And this is coming from someone who saw that Jim Carrey one in the theater entirely too many times wait 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 we have to back up you saw that movie in theaters more than once three times yep why i was underage i didn't smoke or drink and there was nothing else to do fair enough it's not a good movie no it's a it's a bad bad movie i i never saw it and i know that it's good that you didn't see it the grinch doesn't need to be stretched out to an hour and a half no hollywood uh <laughs> just gonna keep doing it bob we've oh, got no reason God. not to so let's uh let's kick this off here the first uh trailer was for hotel artemis uh you mean we saw john wick and we want to go to there Basically. Yes. Yeah. I think this looks awesome, uh, like outstanding. And well, I'm here for like fashionista villain Jeff Goldblum. Um, Jodie Foster, who it's been a while since she's done something, hasn't it? Uh, she uh, took a brief foray into directing. Yeah. So she may have been in some more some smaller stuff. But the last thing that I like saw her in the theater in was The Brave One, mm-hmm. which is a really good movie. Uh, Dave Bautista. He's get- he looks wonderful. Charlie Day, the chick who was the mummy. Mm-hmm. Right, that was her, wasn't it? I, I think, think so. She was the French spy in Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just a whole bunch of... Fuck, Sterling K. Brown. A mm-hmm. uh, whole bunch of folks. Looks great. It, it really was. They saw, like, the Continental like, oh, from John Wick. Let's just and, do like, that. That's, we'll take that. Though That'll this is a hospital, Bob. It's it not, is. It's, it's not, not a, the same. It's not a hotel. I don't care. I'm sure the John Wick people don't care at all. They're oh, like, they do not give fucking A, fuck. yeah, we're going to go it, see man. this shit out of this. Do it. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, after Hotel Artemis, uh, The Spy Who Dumped Me. It's a really stupid name. It is. It's like a really stupid name. It is. I really like Kate McKinnon, though. Mm-hmm. And they had some Gillian Anderson action in there. So, we'll see. Kate McKinnon had a pretty solid line in the trailer. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it made me laugh. She's just kind of delightful. Yeah. Uh, it kind of had... It almost had, like, a spy Uh I mean, we were skeptical. We were skeptical about that movie, but one spy had Jason Statham, <laughs> and two spy had Jason Statham. So, I mean, I can't argue with that. Uh, after that, for the five hundredth time, we haven't even done this many after the movies, and somehow we've seen this trailer eight million times. We have seen this trailer like a thousand times. Uh, Mission Impossible, whatever the fuck it's Fallout, whatever. Uh, don't care. 
Henry Cavill wrecking Tom Cruise. It's all here I, for it. I, I'll watch that GIF over and over again. I'm not giving. Tom Was Cruise the mustache any money. worth it? I say yes. Sicario two. You said you didn't see the first one, right? I did not see the first one. I don't see how you do this movie without. Uh, uh, oh, I think I. It was either Emily Emily Blunt or what's the other chick's name that looks like exactly like her? Oh, I think it was Emily Blunt, but she's in that, and she's kind of the guiding hand, like the kind of like no, we can't, you can't be like going off the rails like this. There has to be like we're supposed to follow the rule of like we are the cops. That's what we're supposed to do. And now it just looks like we're kind of celebrating. Not that. There's been... I feel like we've seen... Not a lot of movies, but a lot of trailers about a s- similar things lately. There's that one with... Um, oh, what's his dumb face? Um, Gerard Butler. Uh, 50 Cent? Yeah. That was last year, I think. No, that was January. Was it? Well, yeah. Uh, it's like... Mm, Whatever. If they're going to go through this phase, so be it. Here, give me one second. I've almost got it. Emily Blunt. It was Emily Blunt. There okay. you go. The first Sicario is a really good movie. I, I very much enjoyed it. Benicio Del Toro was chilling in it. But I'm a little, like, upset to see that they're just like, oh, yeah, no, we're just, yeah. Right. Cool. Because the trailer is making it look like a celebration of the violence, and that's kind of not what that first movie was about. Right. So, we'll see. Uh, next up, The First Purge. I've never seen any of the Purge movies. I've no. heard like two or three is supposed to be pretty good, but eh, I'm not really that interested. I'm amazed it's... I'm not... It's an inexpensive horror movie. They're going to keep churning them out until they stop making money. Right. That's why we are up to Saw like whatever the fuck at this point. There was a reference to that in Deadpool 2. Yes, there was. During uh, that lovely tracking uh, shot. Next up, the best movie of the next decade, I'm pretty sure. If this isn't the enjoyable train wreck that I'm hoping it is, I'm going to be so disappointed. The Meg. And I'm sure I'm going to be so disappointed. But Jason Statham v. Giant Shark while fucking Beyond the Sea plays in the background. Yeah, yeah, okay. Eric is here. I don't need anything else. I will see your stupid movie. The beginning of that trailer um, gives me a little bit of uh, Bioshock vibes. And then I'll well, like... Because you're in like a, a fucking... Underwater... What, you're in Aquatica or whatever the fuck. Right. And, yeah. And, and then I'll and like... Yeah, that was a Deep Blue Sea reference, motherfucks. <laughs> and all I could think was Jason Statham, Bioshock movie. As Jack. Ugh. Who would you cast as Andrew Ryan? <sighs> Think of who it is, and then I'll tell you who they will cast. Well, Alan Rickman's dead, so. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Who do they, you got? They will cast Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, no, that wouldn't be good. No, but that's why they'll do it. Um, I don't know. Who would you cast as Andrew Ryan? That's a tough one. Stanley Tucci. No, I'd cast Stanley Tucci as Frank Fontaine. Yes. Yes. Make it so Hollywood. Fontaine Fisheries. Hell I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure someone on the development team is from Chicago. Yes. Because I think that you, every time the Fortune Fisheries Company. Yes. Yep. It's got to be. Like I see you, Bioshock. I'm gonna be thinking about who to cast as Andrew Ryan for probably the rest of this podcast, and then it'll be like in the last minute when we when we wrapped up. And I'll be like, ah, there it is. But anyways, we got a little off the rails there. Uh, next, happens. The Darkest Minds, which we saw before Infinity War, I believe. We have seen that trailer before, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's the young adult novel. Is this what the young adult demographic wants to see? I don't know. I can talk to the young adult librarians that I know. <laughs> I know many. Uh, That's a big thing, though. Like, or at least it was back with like 
the fucking Hunger Games and like the Divergent series, like the separated like factions, and then yeah, it just it's it's a young adult novel, and I don't know if it's a recent young adult novel or if it's from that. Well, the whole thing of- is like to be like oh, it's like to to try and make young adults feel like oh we we can be important too. No, you can't. No, we're all fucked. Yep. It also just looks like an X Men movie. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, next up, Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, I, I, part of me is jacked because it's Queen, and I think it could be an interesting movie. But I, I'm given pause because Sasha Bar- Baron Cohen left the project because, like, you know, creative differences and. Um, what I read was that the band wanted the movie to be more about the band and not really focusing on Freddy. Which is kind of like... Everybody knows who Freddie Mercury is. Right. Not to, you know, shit on the rest of the band, but... <laughs> yeah. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. I'll definitely... I'm, I'm into it. Last up, sorry to bother you. This looks awesome. It looked very interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like Terry Crews is the uncle. Yes, yeah. The whole like, oh no, you got to use your white voice. Like that first time you hear that, with that'll that get you far in life. And it's amazing. like, no, that's that's gonna be a good movie. Uh, <laughs> I was glad to, to recognize David Cross. His that voice was, is pretty. It's very distinct. Yeah, but it was very, it was very funny. I was like, "Wait a minute, yeah." But well, that's the trailer park. So then, let's talk about Deadpool two. So Deadpool two. Your thoughts? I think uh, a good summary would be uh, it was pretty much exactly what I wanted. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't think it was better than Deadpool 1. I don't think it was necessarily worse than Deadpool 1. To be perfectly honest, I don't want to like rank them because it just was a good time at the movies. It was. It usually is when you get a, a, a an actor and like a character, and I mean sometimes you get that, and it's like when the actor has way too much kind of creative freedom mm-hmm. with the movie, it veers into oh fuck town. This is a what did we do town? All right. This I I think he's he has the right kind of mindset for it because didn't he go to the studio and say yeah I don't want. Well, that originally they were going to use the same director right. as Deadpool one, and the that director uh, he wanted he wanted to take the big budget and do something ridiculous, and Ryan Reynolds said, "No, we're going to lose what was so special about this movie if we do that." Well, because then you're making it easy for yourself, right? You're not finding creative ways yeah. to make your movie. That's what happened with the fucking prequels. I mean, I'm sure if they had run up against anything really hard. They probably could have got more money from Fox. And then probably happened. I mean, you know, but that they went in with the mindset of this is our budget. Right. We're not making infinity war. Right. We're making this stupid ass movie. Right. Which is completely ridiculous. And I think they did a great job. Mm -hmm. You know, I, there are a couple ridiculous things, you know, there are a couple of dumb things that happen throughout the course of the movie, but uh, that's fa- pretty much every movie. Though. Yeah, the fact that it was so self-aware throughout the whole movie too. Well, they, to me, they never veer to the point of oh, geez, okay, like yeah, we get it, you're clever, we get it, you know. Mm-hmm. They never slide into that for me, at least. I I I have a feeling they did a really excellent job in editing on this. Um, and going through and saying, no, no, we're going too far here. Let's Rain it let's in cut this out a little right. bit, and because um, I'm sure where they filmed things that were just way over the top. Yes. Uh, but your general impressions? I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, 
the the fridging of the girlfriend at the beginning is a little annoying because that's just you know a thing uh I, I thought it was funny that they you know undid it during the the credits which was also humorous mm-hmm. um but to me it wasn't something that like took me out of the movie mm-hmm. which was good um but no i i very much enjoyed it solid it- it's a uh, solid movie. Solid movie. Definitely was really nice to be in air conditioning. <laughs> but not as like, a, oh, God, this garbage. Like, thank God it's air conditioned. But mm-hmm. no, because it's disgusting out today. It's so, it's so fucking it's gross so out awful. today. It's just the worst. Uh, so, yeah, let's. why don't we take it from the from the beginning. Well, how do you want to go? Do you want to go, go through the movie? Do you just want to talk about the characters? Just kind of some highlights? What? Uh, well, why don't we like kind of just go through, uh, start, start from the beginning of the movie and they did essentially the same thing they did with the first movie, uh, which is, uh, what, what do you call that? When they jump back after the cold open. There's a term for There that. is a term for it. Well, they're, they're start. It, it's not flashing back. I know what you mean, and it, my brain is fried. So yeah, but right. I actually really dug the uh, uh, when he's chasing the drug dealer towards his panic room, and just absolute bedlam is going on behind. Oh, that him. was amazing! Like axes and the chainsaws, chainsaw. <laughs> people on fire. It was. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I enjoyed the use of nine to five during that opening montage. That made me very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, spoilers! Obviously, guys. Sorry. You just yeah, you gotta know that by now. I'm glad they did the same thing with the opening credits. Well, you knew that was coming. You know that was good. Uh, the best part of that, of course, though, was the director. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's one of the dudes who directed the first John Wick. Yes. Which was. Yeah, and you can you can you can kind of tell. I mean, it's not like in some of the fight choreography for sure. You can tell. Huh? I was waiting for Brolin to do the uh, the Keanu like Aikido roll with like the arm bar on and like using the the guy's hand to like shoot. I was like, half waiting for I Keanu was, just to show up. I was up in, also like, a waiting for a scene. random Keanu. Well, we got a random Brad Pitt. So we did get a random Brad yes. Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> and McAvoy too, didn't we? Oh, we got the whole first class crew. We did, yeah. In there, that was that was pretty solid. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I thought they, that intro uh, sequence worked really well, uh, and I thought they did a. Re- I thought they did a pretty good job of sticking like a legitimate story. In the middle of this stupid ass movie, insanity, right? Well, it's and that's what you need, right? Like, so the whole point of the movie is there's this kid who um, eventually grows up to be a supervillain that kills Cable's family. And See, uh, Looper. Sure, uh, <laughs> that was a good movie. We should do that one too. Um, so Brolin comes back. Cable goes back in time. With the uh, 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 intention of killing this kid, I believe his name was Russell, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and uh, Deadpool and his girlfriend, I think her name was Vanessa, right? Uh-huh. Uh, are talking about, oh yeah, we want to have like a kid, which was kind of adorable. And then of course they talk. You're, you start talking about any kind of a future in a movie like this, your ass is dead, which is a little frustrating. But I did. I whatever. did. Uh, I, I I understand where you're coming from with that. Uh, it's a it's an overused trope. I did appreciate how like on the nose they were about it. Well, because it's this, movie. and it's so obvious. Right, right, it's right. Like Captain Dead, dead as as dead. Well, and then be. when the credits start, they're like, "Wait, did they just kill her?" Like it's it's the it's fuck? like produced by. Wait, what happened? Like <laughs> so that was. Clever. I, I appreciated the James Bond esque opening as well. That was the that was amazing. The uh, Celine Dion. Song. I was and I was glad that the uh, that the the bullet casings pouring down on Deadpool actually made it in the movie. I thought that as well. I was like, I've seen that like photo around, and I'm glad it's in the movie. That made me happy. Yeah. Um. 
so yeah, so Deadpool and this kid get sent to this like uh, mutant supermax prison or whatever, and um, uh, Deadpool like he ends up wanting to protect the kid and like preventing the future from happening. Um, and that's the the gist of. The and movie. it's a legitimate. Oh, it is good yeah. story. It is. You know, it's not. It's this movie, so everything's a dick joke, but. But there's heart behind the dick right. jokes. The other thing is it's just fucking refreshing to not have it be some big fucking, like, world-ending, super whatever-the-fuck bright light shooting into the sky. Like, thank you. In Deadpool 3, there better be a bright light shooting into the sky, and I just need to ignore it. Right. They'll yeah, just walk fuck away. That. <laughs> um, I, I appreciated that it's it's a smaller story. Yeah. Which was what I liked about the first Deadpool too, because it's like, no, okay, yeah, we can we can still do that. Well, it's, that is a thing we can still do. It's it's so much easier to connect with the audience when the story is smaller. Once you get up to, you can even go back to the first Avengers movie. You know, there was certainly connection with that in nine eleven, but then you go to. Uh, what was the age of Ultron and now we're dropping a city onto the earth to try and destroy everything. Okay. Now you've, you've completely gone beyond what anyone could connect with. Or are you not going to bring it up? Or are you going to make me bring it up? Or like in Batman V Superman colon Dawn of justice. <laughs> Hope you got the counter out there, friend. You know who you are. I mean, that's just like, yeah, it's like, Oh yeah. Like, well, the aping of the 9-11 imagery, I mean, that's been happening as far back as, like, Cloverfield. Sure. And even before that. I remember watching Cloverfield and just being like, that looks an awful lot like when the towers came. I will say, at least in the Marvel Universe, they use real cities and not made-up ones. Although Gotham is still great. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I, I just always thought that was kind of funny, is that... Uh, in the DC universe, you know. Well, I think originally Metropolis. it was... They're obviously based... Right, like Gotham was supposed to be based on New York. I don't know what the fuck Metropolis was supposed to be based on. But then I think they tried to place it, like, in the real world. And uh, I was like, can we just not? Can I we not love, do that? I love the where does Gotham exist discussion. Because a lot of people place it in New Jersey, across the river from New York. Well, and after Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice, I mean, that's kind of how they... Gotham's, like, right the fuck there. And right. it's like, that's not... Okay. Wait, what? Cool. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. Uh, but going back to, to Deadpool, it was, it's nice to have a, a fairly simple but legitimate story that you can connect with. Right. Um. And it's, like you said, it's simple. It's like, okay, we want to protect the kid and stop him from becoming a monster. All right. right. I'm there. Cool. Now right. let's hang all the great little window dressing that we fucking love about Deadpool and let's let's do our thing. <laughs> uh, there anything in particular about the movie you didn't like? Uh, besides... Uh, the, the fridging? The fridging. I wasn't crazy about T.J. Miller still being in there because he's kind of a fuckstick, but whatever. Uh, that's just kind of a personal preference. Um, maybe a titch long, but I was never the like again the only movie that I have ever legitimately looked at my phone to see what time it was is Batman v Superman: Cold <laughs> Dog of Justice. That's three times now. Make sure you get the fucking counter right. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there were parts of it that I was kind of like, mm, okay. Not the moment at the end. That I could have sat for another ten minutes than doing that. That was, was... I found it to be brilliant, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I... Not many complaints. Yeah, the only... <laughs> the only thing that really didn't land with me... Was the uh, the tiny legs thing? Yeah, that was a little like <laughs> that was a little creepy. Well, well, and I mean, yeah, it was intended course. to be, and uh, it went on like 
way too long. That almost went on too long. It's not the thing at the end that we'll get to, but yeah. Um, though I, I enjoy Blind Al, so any more that we get of her is is wonderful. <laughs> um, also Domino, Domino for life. I was uh, I was actually delightfully uh, surprised at how the whole X Force thing panned out. Yeah, that was wonderful. <laughs> this, they're like, set up plot device, pay it off immediately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's go. Just do it. Well, and the same thing with Domino. She's lucky. That's her that's her superpower. Okay, let's go. Let's run. Um <laughs> What was the invisible dude? The vanisher. The- <laughs> That was that was pretty yeah I, I enjoyed the hell out of that <laughs> with the headshot with nothing there. Oh, what was uh? Who was Peter's headshot? Oh, it was the guy Michael Weatherly. Oh, is that who it was? Who was the na- uh, uh the Nozo on NCIS? <laughs> Only you would know that. <laughs> I've watched. Way too much NCIS. I have never seen. Well, no, that's maybe not true because it used to be on before I would watch wrestling. So I've seen the tail end of a lot of NCIS episodes. I have never watched an entire one because yeah, I'm good. Watched so much Thanks. NCIS. I'm good. Give but me. But only a- Gibbs. None of this NCIS LA or NCIS New Orleans bullshit. Give me SVU or give me death. Who is I seeing? I saw someone uh, who's been on S- or Law and Order like twenty times and always in a different role. And I can't remember. I know who exactly what you're talking about. I just can't think of the name. Yeah, I was. I was looking at this. Like, yeah. a week ago. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just it's amazing. But no, yeah, the whole uh, the Domino thing, her like luck superpower, I thought was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that she got to hang around and like, you know, well, come up big in the end, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. So, uh, when we were talking, when I was talking with Alex about this, mm-hmm. uh, he, he he said he very specifically tried to avoid um, the trailers and everything for this because one of the complaints about the last Deadpool was all the jokes were in the movie or in the trailers. Um, and that was a, a valid argument. It was true. It, it, the movie was still good enough that that didn't matter. Uh, I did not feel like there was as much that we saw in trailers or promotional materials that made it into the movie or was was shown in the movie in its like was in the trailers in its entirety. You know, you really got more from the movie. And there was one big thing. A yeah, very big thing. Yeah, yeah, I appreciated this greatly because it never fucking happens. I didn't know Juggernaut was in this movie. Right, not at all. No And it clue. was like, oh, I wonder who the fuck is like... Because they make this uh, this point to be like, oh no, there's this big motherfucker down in this Supermax jail. And like, yeah, it's totally going to like pay off later. But yeah, you know, spoiler alert, somebody's down there. And I was like, oh, I don't know, no fucking clue. And yeah, it was Juggernaut. I that was like pleasantly surprising. Yeah, it was it was really nice to have a surprise in a movie and and like be able to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, very much so. Terminator Genesis. Oh, that was just like not that you should have watched it anyways. No, but. no one should have ever. You shouldn't watch Terminator movies after the second one. There's no reason to. Um. I believe this was also the first uh, uh, queer relationship in a uh, superhero movie with a uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Can we talk about how that stuff was just... Adorable. Amazing. Yes. What was her name? It wasn't Yuko, was it? It was something close to that. Yeah. And just Deadpool would be like, hey, Yuko. Right, exactly. It was adorable. Oh, it was just amazing. <laughs> I appreciated the Colossus ass grab. That was that was fun as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I Colossus. This may be like the best representation of Colossus <laughs> that's been done. 
ever. Yeah. Like, he, he, well, did they ever do him in the X Men movies? He's in the second one for like five seconds yeah. during the mansion raid. Mm-hmm. I remember way too much about that second X Men movie. I watched that a lot because it wrote a check that did not get cashed. Well, Deadpool, Deadpool is what they should have done with the X Men. There should have been side movies with individual characters. I mean, they talk, they've talked about forever doing a Gambit movie that never gets yeah, off that's, the ground. Yeah, that's just never going to That's never gonna happen. No, but they absolutely should. I mean, it's exactly what they did in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with all the other side movies. But they always start... They did what, uh, you know, what uh, fucking shit. What DC did is, and they start with the team-up movie. And I get it with X-Men, it makes sense because it all stems from Xavier. Um, there absolutely should have been side movies, though. Yukio. Listen Yukio. I was close. I was close. Yu-Gi-Oh. Duel. I never played Yu-Gi-Oh. Never watched the show either. No. I was a Pokemon girl. Through and through. Like, no, but it's yeah. It, it would have been interesting to explore some of those other X Men characters. Because there's some great movies. characters in there. That oh, there's are lots of great characters. And I'd have been all for it. Well, and I like one thing that I think may get a little kind of uh, overlooked is I, I appreciated how Deadpool was like. Uh, he says it as they're coming up when they first meet Russell. Where they're, uh, what well, what he's like, yeah, you know, outdated uh, metaphor from the 60s. Yeah, okay, yeah, walk mm-hmm. through. But then the whole movie can be taken as, like, uh, a metaphor for, like, no, yeah, th- there's still prejudice and horrible shit that happens in the world today. But you can go and you can, like, find your own family and not have to deal with it. Right. So I liked that a lot. Right. So I really like that whole kind of message of no, like go out there, find your people, and it do- it gets better because not everybody is an unrepentant like shitbag mm-hmm. who's gonna get hit by a taxi cab driven by Dopinder, who remains the best. <laughs> I have the taste for blood now. <laughs> so, Deadpool three, Dopinder is just gonna be absolutely. They what they should do is they should use Dopinder to write off T.J. Miller. Yeah, have him kill T.J. Miller. Like have, have him wearing him skin or something. Right, something like that. Exactly, like his scalp or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy the scene where Cable has a uh, weasel, and he's like, "Okay, so first I'm gonna bend something that's not supposed to bend." And two, and he's like, I'm not even getting past number one. I will tell you everything that you need to know. Please don't hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's how many of us would, if that's how that would go down. Why does he have to be such a fucking douchebag? I don't know, because everyone's a douchebag. Bob, unfortunately, everyone is a douchebag. Not Ryan Reynolds. I hope not. He's Canadian. It's true. Which they make many references to in this movie. Um, no, he was on Two Guys, A Girl, in a Pizza Place. He can't be a bad dude. Played Berg. I uh, hey, don't know why I remember that. Yeah, I don't know why either. Did you know he's in Green Lantern? I did know that. Do you think he knows that? He does. <laughs> and I think it haunts him still. <laughs> I, I don't think DC's going to ask him back. Probably not. If DC's going to do a fucking Green Lantern movie, DC needs to do either uh, fucking uh, Jon Stewart or, or, like, go fucking full-on space weirdness and just give me a Green Lantern horror movie. That's all I'm asking for. And you could do that with Jon Stewart. Just do that. Do that movie. And you cast Idris. No, no. Or, no. Fucking get me Michael, K- Michael B. Jordan. There you go. You've got... There's your fucking movie. You've got Cyborg. You've already got one black one. Come on. Racist. <laughs> uh, I did enjoy the racist back and forth in this movie. <laughs> You're a racist. You killed Black Tom! <laughs> <laughs> 
I did enjoy that whole uh, that whole fight was was solid too. Oh, in the uh, everything from the... them jumping out of the helicopter and all the stuff with Domino during that was outstanding. Yeah, and uh, uh, Deadpool on the the moped trying to catch up was lovely. <laughs> just just ridiculous, but um. No, yeah. Overall, I, I I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, the action was pretty solid. Um, I, I could almost do with a little more in the action category. Mm-hmm. Knowing it was directed by one of the John Wick guys, I was also I was almost expecting a little more. Yeah, a sure. little more of it. But what we got was was good. Mm-hmm. Was solid. I thought. Um. Yeah, I mean, the only thing it was really missing was the rock in a fucking prison cell. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you doing can't, curls with a fucking. You can't think of a, you can't see a prison scene in a movie anymore and not think about that. No, I can't see a supermax prison scene and not think of that lovely scene from Fate of the Furious, which I'm like a hundred percent going to go watch on YouTube as soon as we're done with this. <laughs> As I'm firing up Stardew Valley, because I think that's how this evening's going to go. Unfortunately. Don't you roll your eyes at me! That game is wonderful. And I still have to listen to the Raishan fight in Critical Role. And that's going to be like five hours, so... Uh-huh. Sexy motherfucker! The music in this movie was on point. Correct. It's almost like they know what they're doing. <laughs> no, from the second nine to five, like when uh, uh, he does the look at the camera, like hit it, Dolly, and it's like, oh, are they? <gasps> they are happiness. I did. I did appreciate they did the music really well in this movie, and they didn't go too far. At no point in the movie did they have that oh, another Guardians thing kind of moment. No, it's all like ridiculous choices because it's a Deadpool movie. Right. I could get some Enya in there for reasons. You know? It's just like... <laughs> that they got Celine to do. If it, Do yourself a favor and if you haven't seen the, the video of Celine Dion singing the song, the, the, the credits song from this movie, just go watch it. Just do yourself a favor and watch it because yes. it's, it's delightful. <laughs> Like everything else associated with Deadpool, it's fucking delightful. They filmed this in Vancouver, right? Probably. That that bridge looked very Vancouver-esque to me. I feel like we've driven over that bridge. Was so, it the Lionsgate Bridge or whatever the hell? So, how how hard is Ryan Reynolds trying to get Hugh Jackman? Oh, he's at the door. Every, Every day. day. Yeah, right? Like, he just Hugh. stops by on the way. Hugh! He's come out, on! He's out front with his phone with, with the, the boombox. <laughs> that was lovely. Hey, Yukio. Um, <laughs> hey, Wade. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, um... Yeah, no. Yeah, like dump trucks, like full of money. Like he would take the extra cash just to be like, Hugh, be in my movie, please. Because I never saw X Men Origins. I never will see X Men Origins. (sighs) I'm assuming that was all just footage from that. Yes. Uh, what? So, I got to give you the explanation for Deadpool in that movie, though. So. The whole thing was uh, Brian Cox's character was doing experiments, and because uh, this is set in like the eighties or something, right? Right, right. Like, it was right back a bit, and it's like Brian Cox is only like fifteen years older in like X two. Why yeah. are we casting a different person? Yeah, yeah, all that fun stuff. And um, Wade uh, is an experiment where they're trying to put all of the different mutant superpowers into one and oh, so, so he they're has... pooling them together go fuck yourself are you serious is that where they got the name oh and i feel dirty they sewed his mouth shut because he annoyed brian cox i was going to make a a simpsons reference and i i, I, I can't 
That's how bad it is. I feel gross. It's so bad. We Hate Movies is actually doing that this week. I'm Are they? I'm very excited to hear their uh, their take on it. Because that's one of those that uh, <laughs> they, they've referenced a lot over the years. Right. And so I'm glad it's finally at that 10-year rule where they can... And they can unleash <laughs> unleash hell, boys. I do appreciate that uh, Fox is okay with them bashing it. Well, because it's like, no, that movie was terrible, and it's it's you know that was that was bad. It's it's, it, it's just refreshing because usually studios are really pretty uptight about stuff like that. Actually, there's a pretty good example. Uh, uh, the second Muppet movie, The Muppets Most Wanted, mm-hmm. is fine. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I rented it on a whim when you were on one of your trips, and I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, that's, that's fine. The soundtrack, however, is delightful. Uh, and they have a um, a line in one of the songs where the, the song is, oh, we're doing a sequel, you know? <laughs> uh, and um, the line is, well, we can't be any worse than The Godfather 3, and that is not in the movie. <laughs> so the soundtrack... It's not in, not the, in movie. the movie. Not in the movie. No. <laughs> Which I was like, okay. Oh, Everyone knows that's the bad one, but okay, that's fine. Be weird about it. That's cool. Um, I'm trying to think. The whole like opening sequence, I, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Him like fighting the various like uh, crime syndicates. Um, that was a really great scene. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was the name of the drink? A sea breeze. Sea breeze. Don't, don't make me, me say don't it. Don't make me say it out loud. Um, no, nah, he just jives so well with the character and the additions that they made. Like I thought, Brolin did a great job as Cable. That's a- Domino. I I don't know what her name is, but she's delightful, mm-hmm. and I want to see her in more things. The kid Russell, I thought was great. And normally mm-hmm. you get a kid in there, and it's like, oh, this was always death. But I thought he did a great job because mm. he let him act like a fucking 14-year-old boy. Right. With all of the swearing and like, like, no, that's how kids act. Kids are horrible. Kids are the worst, especially at that age. Right. And that's fine. You're supposed to be that way. So just let the kid be that way. So it was really, um, when they announced that Brolin got the role, uh, I was pretty on the fence about it. I was too. Yeah. Uh, I'm pleasantly surprised. I was as well. He does grizzled very well. He does a good job he does. with that. I know a lot of people thought Ron Perlman, he would not have worked in this role. His... Eh, see, I think, I think Perlman can get there. I think he's... I think his character's a little... Like, I mean, he's a great actor, so... He, he could get he, there. He'd make it work, but uh, I, I think he steals the show a little too much. I guess that's a fair point, but I mean, I think that's only for like nerds like us, though. Sure. Who are like, no, Ron Perlman is the fucking truth. Like, I think most people would consider him more of a, a supporting character kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch much of Sons of Anarchy, so I only watched that first season. But he's a delight in anything he's in. Yeah. It's just he's wonderful. The other consideration was um, the guy that was the general in Avatar. I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And yeah, it would have been. Because he just looks like he stepped out of the fucking, like, comics. Yeah. As Cable. Right. Yeah. It would have been perfect. Stephen Lange. That's what's, that's his name. Right. Yeah. And I think he was kind of pushing he for was, it. He wanted it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I'm happy. I was well, maybe he's very... going to be in those Avatar sequels. Did he survive? I thought he was killed. I don't I'm never remember. going to watch that first Avatar movie again. No. No. One, no one cares about 3D uh, at all. Uh, I, like, who cares? Like, genuinely, who cares about those movies anymore? I don't mean to derail the conversation, but, like, anytime we talk about Avatar, it's just, and we don't do it often, but it's just like, who gives a shit? It was tech demo the movie. That's what it was. Uh, the- and there's nothing wrong with, like, I know a lot of people were like, oh, well, it's fucking Ferngully, or it's fucking, you know, Dances with Wolves, or whatever the shit. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that, because all stories have been done. It's just how you tell them. Right. I was just bored. And I watched it on a... I mean, I watched it on a little shithouse television. So it was just kind of like, this is like three and a half hours of just like fucking nothing. And Sigourney Weaver is not on screen for nearly enough time. It was just not very good. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> okay. 
I just didn't get the people that like really connected with it. No one did. That's yeah. The- some people did. There were those weird fucking articles. Like there. Well, there are very few people who. Avatar was a very technically um, impressive movie. I mean, maybe it would be pretty on the TV, but I just I don't want to sit through it again. But I have like it, it no came, desire. It came at I think that movie came at a perfect time when people when you know the technology was getting better and you know, James Cameron's a maniac, so he did all this pioneering work with 3D so people really wanted to see it because they wanted to see what could 3D do well and homie can make a fucking movie I mean yeah it's ooh, just a, I forgot that Battle Angel Battle Angel Alita comes out this summer which he was originally supposed to direct and I was actually really excited about that 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 was like announced a long fucking time ago that he got the rights to that I think it's Robert Rodriguez has it now okay. so that could also potentially be amazing but I am jacked for that movie I haven't seen anything about it, so it probably got pushed back to like two years from now. But the problem with James Cameron is everything he—he he buys his own bullshit. Oh, so hard! Everything he does is super serious. There's, I just I can't think of a, of the last movie he made that I was really really like interested to see. Well, because what was the last movie before Avatar? You know, after... Like, legitimately, what was it? I don't know. It might have fucking been Titanic. Yeah, may have. I genuinely don't remember, but it's like... eh, You know? Yeah. Oh, no, he's got his five Avatar sequels, and... Like, fuck you, dude. Like, that's also, like... I understand that we're all about just everything needs to be a fucking, like, trilogy or a series now, but... Oh, he's also one of those douchebags that wanted... That was, like... Got up on his soapbox and was like, "Well, I don't understand why this is why it's so important to women to like to be to have direct female directors or make a fuck yourself." Or, no, it was he was giving Patty Jenkins shit about Wonder Woman, and it was being no, I critic. remember that. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, go be, fuck yourself, dude. It's like you, got, you don't have to say anything. You're missing the point. You don't have to say anything. Well, it's one of the things that annoys me with the uh, uh, Red Alert Media guys. It's like they are always very quick to dismiss representation. That shit matters. You yeah. know, it's important. It's an important thing. So it's like, you know, you guys can like push it aside and James Cameron can be like a fucking asshole about Patty Jenkins. And it's just like, fuck you, dude. Like, it, fuck you. It, it's if you are part of if you are. Zoe Saldana was in the first yes, Avatar. Yes, she was. I forgot about yes, that. Yes, she was. It's one of those things where if you don't... Why am I looking this up? I don't know. What was I looking for? I don't know. Oh, that's what it was. I wanted to look up James Cameron. I wanted to see what his movie was before this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Carry on. If if you are white, male, straight, you don't do anything interesting, um, you're... You're always... You, like, you're just... It's a very difficult to understand the importance of representation in media. Titanic was the last thing he did before he did Avatar. Mm-hmm. It was 12 years between movies. Yeah. He's, uh, he's like the Daniel Day-Lewis of directors. Um, yeah, but Daniel Day-Lewis is consistently good. Yes, that's true. Though, I mean, if you look at his filmography, I mean, I've never seen Piranha 2, The Spawning... But, um... Well, he started... Terminator, Aliens, The Abyss, Terminator 2, True Lies, Titanic. I mean, there's not really a stinker in there until you hit Avatar. And, I mean, that movie made more money than fucking, like, exists on the planet. Well, so. and, and Titanic is probably what changed him. The, the How... He was probably always a douchebag, but then he's got that... He got an Academy he, Award now, motherfucker. Titanic and... And it made rem- all of the money in the universe. I remember hearing in an interview, he said, "Oh, I have a I have a deal with 20th Century Fox that um, anytime one of my movies makes a billion dollars, uh, they won't put trailers on the uh, DVD." I very distinctly remember this. I also don't remember the last time I've watched trailers before watching a movie at home anymore. It doesn't happen very. You know, so that's not like yeah. a thing anymore. You no. know. DVDs used to try and do it. It was always like, I'm not watching this shit. No, I'm going to watch this fucking movie, man. Yeah. 
I don't even think they put trailers on the Blu-ray discs, do they? I haven't seen them. Yeah, me neither. So, well, and trailers have become such a. Ooh, the new trailer just dropped. Oh, that's right. You don't. You don't need to waste the effort because it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube and everywhere else. People are texting you about it. Exactly. Did you see this? So. Also, Terry Crews as a national treasure. Yeah, that man's great. He really is. <laughs> <sighs> so, no, great movie. I would uh, highly recommend. Uh, definitely would watch again. We'll probably pick it up when it comes out mm-hmm. to add to the uh, growing collection. It's grown. It's swollen quite a bit. It's not. Hold on. Well, I do vaguely remember someone saying that they, they were going to hold off on buying a... A bunch of stuff after the initial uh, the initial purchases. Yeah, I, I must have misheard though. I'm sometimes delusional. Uh, we do still have to watch Wonder Woman. I haven't watched that on uh, glorious 4K yet. So so in our 4K collection, we have Pacific Rim, which was amazing. Which I only watched a few minutes of, but it was stunningly beautiful. Wonder Woman, which we had to watch. Mad Max Fury Road. So good. I am awaited. Kong Skull Island. Also great. Very pretty. I actually don't understand how people don't like Fury Road. Like, it it, it blows my fucking mind. Um, It's because... Um, Everyone is terrible. I yes. know. I know. Deadpool, the two-year anniversary edition, <laughs> which I, I really appreciate. Like, just a... The tongue-in-cheek nature of everything related to the movie is just amazing. Yep. Uh, Dread. You watched that? Did you watch that the other day? I did not, actually. Uh, I bought Planet Earth 2, mostly to watch the mountains one, and it was gorgeous. And then, of course, I had... I didn't want to do this. I absolutely did not, but there was no way I wasn't going to. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Jurassic Park 25th Anniversary Collection. The volume at which you watched Jurassic Park the other day was absurd. And I know you were mad because it was just in stereo, but Jesus fucking Christ. It wasn't that loud. Bob, the couch upstairs (laughs) was vibrating the entire fucking time you are watching that movie. It was only at like 50%. Hey, that movie's great. It deserves. Honestly, I didn't realize I was such a big fan of it until I watched Jurassic World. Uh, It's just annoying because I had to buy the box set. You couldn't get just Jurassic Park in 4K. Now, exactly. You know, because I, I I really, I, I will occasionally rewatch The Lost World. Why? Because it's a train wreck. Okay. And there are still some solid Goldblum moments. I think in there. I watched it again right before Jurassic World came out, and I was like, "Oh, that's why I don't watch this movie. I'm good." Thank there you. are people. There are people out there who praise the last bit of that movie, where they're in San Diego. No, that's why we got an American Godzilla movie. I was like, Wait. "Fuck the last twenty minutes of that ah, movie." Ah, I don't. I don't understand it. Um, there, there is someone we we follow on YouTube uh, who made a defense video. Of the Lost World, and I just don't understand it, Mikey. I don't get it. Oh, I haven't I really, watched. I, I haven't really watched don't that get one. it because I'm like, I I appreciate your opinion, and I, I I get that this is the exception that proves the rule, but I don't need to watch this. No, I'm good. I'll show myself out. Thank you. Anyways, um, anything else to say about Deadpool? No, I really want to go upstairs and play Stardew Valley, so I think we're good. <laughs> go see Deadpool too, guys. It's a it, it's it's solid. It's a delightful time at the movies. Yep. 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 All right, well, so, that'll do uh, it. I mean, do we, I mean, you went on your rant about movie theaters, so I don't know that we're going to anything. Uh, there are a few things that I was kind of maybe possibly well, interested in. I, You know, I still enjoy going in theater. I would like to try a different theater next time. Uh, I, I'm curious what, I, I do think we're kind of getting to this crossroads of the home theater experience is getting so good. Well, also say, though, that if there is an option to, like, Hotel Artemis comes out, right? Mm-hmm. If I could just buy that, like, day of for, like, 30, 40 bucks. I would do I'm that. probably doing that. I would do honest. that over, yeah. 
Hi guys, I ate and peed on everything. Uh, hey. Yeah, if if I could do that, it would be a million times better. I would totally do it. And I hope that they they do start having an offering soon because what I would hate to see happen is we get to this inflection point where people would just rather stay home. Um, that they don't go see movies, so movies start tanking, and yeah, but you still have teenagers that are going to go see everything. You're still, so, yeah. I mean, you. Well, Hollywood's weird. No, I know they're. You they're know, it's sales yes. slump because certain people aren't going. They can be. I hope that movie, like good movies, that have an audience, even if it's not huge, don't suffer. Because people would rather wait until the Blu-ray comes out. I mean, I think you're already kind of seeing that, but I, I see your point. You know, so... So go see Deadpool, guys, and then when stuff like Annihilation comes out, go see that, too. Yes. Please Even though do. we're part of the idiots who didn't go see it in the theater, so... Well, it was it had a really short run, to be fair. Well, it tanked that first weekend, and... Yeah. It, and it, it, it sucks, but... At least it'll come out on Netflix. And we can watch it soon. on our, our lovely setup down here. So Yeah, which will be better than going to the theater with mm-hmm. all the mouth breathers. Right. Because we'll be home. With all right, our, folks. Uh, as always, you can follow us at Team Puma Knife on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Lady Near the Lake. Bob is at the New Time Lord. Uh, check on, uh, jump on TeamPumaKnife.com. Check out the other delightful podcasts that we have there. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production.